Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Eugene with One by One Fitness out of California. Eugene, what's going on, man? Happy Thursday. How you feeling? Feel great, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. feeling good. Yeah, there we go. We're excited to have you on, man. Every day is a good day here. We appreciate you being here. And uh, I think we're about ready to dive into One by One Fitness here. But first, Eugene, let's take a step back here and let's give the viewers some perspective, okay? If you can, in your own words, how would you describe One by One Fitness and what you guys do? Well, One by One Fitness is a uh, personal training studio, right? So we do mobile training, online training. I have a storefront where we do in-house training. So we're just an all-in-one overall wellness platform to where if you have a goal, we have a solution. There we go. There we go. I appreciate the response there. And I appreciate the explanation. I hope a lot of viewers now kind of understand what we're going to be talking about today. And so, Eugene, let's start with the basics here. Let's start with the forefront. How many members are you serving currently? Currently, throughout um, all platforms, we're at around like 35, 40, 40 uh, personal training, training clients, PT clients. Awesome. Okay. And so... For you, Eugene, I seem, it seems like you have a couple avenues of where you can do your training, but let's say this for you overall, what's been the best method to get new people through the door or putting in inquiries to work with you? Well, I do uh, advertising that helps out quite a bit. Um, I do a lot of guerrilla marketing, like kind of door to door. I'm more of like a hands on kind of just meet and greet. Um, so word of mouth has worked uh, pretty uh, good for me over the course of the past eight years. So um, I would say that would be the uh, my, my main uh, yeah. direction of generating members and getting people yeah, no, through the door. That's great. That's great, EJ. I want to say, I think in this time, especially with how technology has innovated, innovated to the where it's at now and how drastic of an impact it's put on people, I think people appreciate that in-person, you know, interaction a little, a little more than what they used to, you know, after you being in business for eight years, I'm pretty sure you've seen how it shifted from like people being like, no, 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 back away to then going to social media to then now going back to the traditional ways. Right. I mean, would you agree? Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. a big difference, right? It's a big difference online versus in person, that one-on-one, -on -one, that connection, that rapport, that friendship, yeah. that bond that you establish with them or whatever, you know, it, yeah, it makes a big true. difference when it comes to holding them accountable. Yeah. I agree. Eugene, man. That's awesome. And I appreciate you sharing that perspective with the viewers here too. And so Eugene, let's, let's good. Let's say this, let's say this. I want to ask you this question because I know obviously you're doing, you're still, you're doing some online. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So that's a very small percentage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I want to, I want to use the, the gym specifically, right? So let's say leads, traffic clients, all these things, right? Cause online, I'm pretty sure you can go, the sky's the limit. You could do unlimited there, but how much higher do you think you can go with in-person clients and where you're at now? If leads, traffic clients, all those things were unlimited here. Uh, well, I definitely hit you hit a ceiling indoor because again, my studio is relatively small. Uh, so uh, my ma my major focus is um, just group training, right? You know, six to eight people within one area, but just spe uh, specifically working on group weight training, not just the hit, the burpees, and the general stuff, or whatever, right? So I can still focus on form and technique, but uh, primarily, you know, do like a group weight training class. That's what's really been working for me to get my volumes up, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like semi-private, right? You're maximizing your time efficiency for 
financial outcome, you know, right? I mean, we don't yeah, have money of, here, right? <laughs> I think absolutely. Ahead, the one-to-one thing, the one-to-one, the, the like one-on-one, I mean, you know, I'm only one person. Uh, I have about three or four trainers, right? But, you know, there's the retention aspect. Do they retain yeah. this and that? You know, there's a connection there. So that's kind of like a cryptocurrency right now, like a variable right now, right? It can go up yeah. and down. So for me, like the, the, the you know, my biggest thing is, retention, establishing a relationship, but I can, you know, at one point I was training up to uh, 17 clients in a day. So I broke it down from one hour to 30 minute sessions wow. and like, you know, uh, you know, two people at a nice. time just to yeah. condense and make it work. Yeah. Cause yeah. as you know, here in the Bay area, man, it, it ain't cheap, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> it expensive. Definitely is not, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, that's why. And the, I think the good thing here, I think a lot of the viewers don't realize it. Like this is like, the fact of the matter is you are in the business of helping people and you want to help as many as possible. And you're limiting yourself when you're doing those one-on-ones realistically one for your time, your sanity, and then how much you're also making as well. But if you can do it where you're like the direction you're going, which I think is amazing, Eugene, which I think is a great direction doing that semi-private approach where you can mm-hmm. train multiple people still be like technically a one-on-one in a, in a sense, right? Because you can still give them all that attention if need be. Right. And of course, just, if they enjoy working with each other too, they're getting a better experience together. Mm-hmm. Bring more people, it grows. And like we were, I mean, like we're not putting money to the side, you know, you're making the same amount of money, if not more that you would be doing with the one-on-one just with more people. So it's definitely a lot more efficient and it's definitely going to bring a lot more results here in the long run. So I appreciate you saying that there, Eugene. I think a lot of the viewers need to understand that that's a, a direction of where the industry is going. And so yeah. you're just ahead of the game. That's it. So. Yeah, it's got to be the glory, man. Like, you know, uh, I mean, I've been doing it for eight years. And at some point, like, it gets exhausting. You know what I mean? It's, it's very common for trainers to burn out because they're just clocking in. It's just, get a, you, you know, tra- everybody knows a trainer shower where they just get in, get out, take 10 minutes, spread, <laughs> right, you know, on to Barely the next. Eat. I'm telling you, man. No, yeah, we know. Cool. We understand. I appreciate yeah, <laughs> I appreciate the real, the real side of, of, of the training here. So. Uh, you know, Eugene, I want to move on to this question here too. And I'm always curious about this because I know from being a, pr- a trainer for a long time, right? I mean, once you hit anything past 10 and being a one-man team, it's a lot to handle, right? And and then not just in the front end of training, but in the back end. So what's worked well for you to track, you know, and understand how long someone's been with you, if they're looking to cancel, if they just started their program, how do you understand those metrics? What helps you track that? You know what? Truth be told, I'm kind of a freestyler in in, in that regard. Um, my yeah. retention is, is is really good, but I can just tell you from a goal setting standpoint, uh, rain or shine, it, you know, uh, my retention is really, really well. But rain or shine, I try and set a target of getting a minimum of five new clients a month. Nice. Right. Yeah. So if five fall off, I got five new ones. So as long as I have that incentive, I'm very incentive based and just realistic because, you know, mortgage, wife, three kids, right? You know, it's really not a game. (laughs) If I don't work as a trainer, you know this. If you don't work, you don't eat, right? You know, if you don't perform, right? You know, um, it's it's, it's a wrap for you. So um, as far as metrics, my retention, I've had clients that's been with me for like three, four, five years, right? They don't even need me no more. But now it's just more so you're their therapist, you're their friend, they want to see you succeed, they want to support your (laughs) business. And they also want that outlet, right, to get away from home and work and whatever else. So yeah, yeah, no, it's so true. I think, uh, I mean, I think a lot of the viewers can relate to even gym owners can relate to like, sometimes like, 
they don't even know where their next paycheck's coming from, right? I mean, if you don't have people coming through the door, I mean, who knows? You know, the thing is, I mean, regardless of, of tracking or not tracking, the fact that you have a number or a standard with yourself that you have to meet, you understand that. At least you can project that a little better because I, I always look at like a month like, hey, I have 30 days to hit this amount, right? Whatever it is, right? Whatever you want to do. And obviously, I mean, if you want to do more, I'm sure you could do more, right? But you're only one person here. So how much you know, can we handle sometimes? But I mean, hey, I, I think that's great, Eugene, that you kind of understand at least how much you want to take on every month and how much higher you can go. So I think that's amazing. And yeah. um, I'm going to throw a little bit of a longer question here, but a question about improvement and, and where you've improved and where you want to improve. So uh, what we've been discussing this entire podcast, Eugene, and what we use most prominently in the fitness and gym world are going to be three pillars of business. Okay. Number one being your lead generation, which is getting people through the door, just your marketing, simple as that. Number two is your acquisition, which is your sales getting somebody from being an interested client to a paying client. And then lastly, we have our retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So Eugene, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, that was a long-ass question. Excuse my language. I'll list them again. Lead generation. Right. Basically, the question is, where can oh. you improve? Right. Number one is going to be lead generation, your marketing, sales. Right. It's just to think about it like like a process. You have your someone is interested to come through the door. Uh, you have to yeah. sell them, and then you have to keep them longer and get to buy more from you. So, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve? It's definitely uh, lead generation, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, statistically speaking, I'm I'm about ninety nine percent closing, because um, I'm very informative when All it right. comes down. Uh, there. Uh, I've shopped a lot of gyms and I work for 24 hour fitness box gyms. So mm-hmm. prior to being in this, you know, uh, you in the, so, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So between the in-body, the certifications, the nutrition, the breakdown, yeah. the overhead squat posture, uh, that, that um, is not an issue. It's definitely the lead situation because yeah. I work so many hours, it's hard to generate those leads and I mean, go door to door like I once <laughs> did, you know? Yeah. And Eugene, <laughs> I'll tell you this too, man. I want to, I want to, I, I want to be the first person to say this is, you are a fitness professional and not a marketing professional, and you're not supposed to know how to market. And that yeah. is totally okay, right? I think obviously, just like you've learned to be a great fitness pro, you can be just as good as a marketing professional. It's just about having the time to de- either delegate it or learning how to do it yourself. And I feel like, I mean, you can, I think, I think anybody totally can, right? I think it's really just sure. a matter of like, how can we devote that time to doing it? And like you said, at least you have a standard of how many clients you want to make every single month. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the more, the better. We're not complaining with more clients. Yeah. So but it's de- also being able to fulfill it too. Sorry, go ahead, Eugene. I was saying on that delegating part, I mean, you know, that takes time, that takes money, that takes resource, that's an added expense, yeah. right, yeah. to your your yeah. your day-to-day monthly expense. Um, and I believe I'm in a position now to where uh, I'm, I, I have a, a handle on that. Yeah. And I have a strategy yeah. and I just brought on a manager so that I believe awesome, that's going to really help elevate awesome. us and take us to the next level yeah. with that person focusing on just that. That's great. Hey, congratulations, that congratulations for getting to that point, man. It's a big, it's a big feat. Believe it or not, I think it's bigger. It's not about hiring them because of the financial aspect, but just being able to trust somebody to handle the stuff that you know that you do best is the biggest thing. So you must have got a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you're serious about your stuff here, Eugene. I could definitely see that. I have, I have two more questions for you, Eugene. All right. My two favorite questions. What's the bigger picture for you, right? What's the long-term 
five, 10 years down the road, what are you trying to accomplish long-term? In fitness or just in general, personally? Sorry, in regards to the business here. Okay. Uh, in regards to the business, um, just get three gyms. So I have one by one. I have a gym, a franchise gym uh, called Nine Rounds. And um, I want to expand and open one more. I just My goal is to be able to get those three, bring it in $30,000 a month uh, revenue and retire by the age of 45 in the perfect world. <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> as simple it. as that. I love it. You've been thinking about that goal for a while, man. I can tell you. It's all over my wall. It's all over the wall. I love that. I love that, Eugene. Oh, that is, that's, yeah. I love the goal. You're ambitious, man. You're hungry. And I, I, I know you're going to do it. I'm not going to say I think. I think I know you're going to do it, man, because there's not a lot of people who have that light. And you have that to you, man. I'm telling you, you come with that certain, that fire that not a lot of people have. That's why I have to play football in the beginning, because I can just see like, yeah. you have it. It's hey, in your body. Straight up, child, child support will do that to you. <laughs> Get a lot of fire up under you. <laughs> Eugene, you're crazy, man. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I got one more for you, man. We could have... Mike, drop up an answer there. I would have closed it out there, but I got one more for you. Look, Eugene, if you can go back in time here to when you first started your gym, sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started. What would that advice be for you? Be coachable. Be, be coachable and pretty much just stick to the books, right? And the, the structure, right? Because, you know, I, I never went to business school. I, I never, just like when you have a kid, you don't know how, you, you know, how to be a father, right? Same thing, right? Your gym is your baby, right? Um, just stick to the bullet points. I, I felt like I came from 24-hour fitness to where I knew it all. And my gift of gab of me being able to talk and live with this and close deals, that was going to be enough. It wasn't, right? So, um really understanding business uh, from a marketing standpoint, from an accounting standpoint, from a, you know, legality like standpoint, structuring your company, incorporating protection, uh, just really understanding that. Um, and then just having an outline of like, okay, I'm going to attack this. This is my short-term goal uh, for the first year, third year be here. Um, True be told, I was freestyling for the first I say give or take six years, and I finally got a handle on it uh, the, the, the seventh and eighth year. So, Eugene, man, Mike, drop up an answer, man. Way to close it out there. It's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, I mean, please, if you have any social media, Facebook, website, where can people find out more about you and the gym? Yeah, so Instagram, Facebook, uh, my name is Fortune Legacy, right? We have One by One Fitness in Mopitas. And then uh, nine rounds in Milk Peters off Dempsey Road. So if you're a local, you're in the Bay Area, you're in San Jose, Silicon Valley, the money capital, come on through. You want to get some work, you know, some work in, uh, I'd be happy to have you. There we go. There we go, Eugene. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, Eugene, I just want to let you know how you're going to get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm okay, just going to uh, sign everybody else out over here, okay? Okay, you got it. Awesome. Yeah. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us to talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, 
head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Peter from Fuse Fitness out of Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Peter. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking and thanks for being here, taking some time out of the busy day-to-day, being a fitness business owner um, and, and a parent uh, here and give back to the fitness industry a little bit. Um, I appreciate it. Before we really kind of dive into the business side, which is definitely what we're here to discuss, I always appreciate a little bit of background. So, you know, what was it ultimately that led to you opening up Fuse Fitness? Um, I was a I was a trainer in Manhattan for a while, um, and we moved back to New Jersey. We lived in Manhattan. My wife decided to go to the seminary in Princeton, and we would decide to move back in the area. So I was commuting to New York five days a week for my clients. My wife uh, was pregnant and I decided I did not want to keep traveling into the city five days a week. Mm-hmm. So I rented out a uh, part of a gym, uh, a gymnastics studio. I rented out some of their floor and I would start, I started small group classes just through word of mouth and um, referrals and grew it to the point where I finally opened my own place. So the, the main reason I opened up my own place was because I didn't want to travel in Manhattan anymore five days a week. Yeah. And, um, that's a good, good reason. Uh, I definitely wouldn't want to sit in my car in that New York city traffic. Uh, so you really built it off of that, but you've been going now for a while with Fuse Fitness, um, your own kind of business. So give us an elevator pitch, I suppose, of Fuse Fitness, who you are, kind of what services that you have to provide and just paint a picture for the listener here. So it's, it's now it's few sports performance. Um, and it's a little bit, it's a change and there's it's for a specific purpose, but anyway, um, what we do is we're a a movement first type facility, meaning we're all for intensity. We're all for working hard, but if you, if your fundamental movement is bad, that's eventually going to lead to problems. We're usually fixing the problems at the back end. So we see where that leads. And so we like to really think of it ahead of time. Um, So that's really what our niche is, is like really making sure whether you're an athlete, whether you're just trying to lose weight, whether you're just want to move and, you know, get your body moving because you sit at a desk, desk all day. Like our first goal and first and foremost is to teach you the fundamental movement patterns and teach you how to gain access to the intensity later so that you can do it safely. Okay. Very neat concept there. Now with that, um, what would you kind of give us an idea of like what your most common avatar that you see in the, in this space is right now? So you mean common, like common to us, like common. Yeah. 
like like out of all our clients right now what would you say is the most common reason that people are, are coming in so uh, number one is we get a lot of referral we um, partnered with an, uh, a sports med non-surgical sports med orthopedic so we get a lot coming in that way from the people on the outside that come in they're usually like i just did an eval on someone today they were at a unnamed franchise group fitness place and they felt like they weren't getting um, personalized attention. They felt like what they were doing wasn't right, but they weren't getting the corrections they need. So we get a lot of people coming from different um, places that are big groups and they want either their back surgery, their knees, something, and they hear about us and they want to get somebody to help them move better and feel better so that they can eventually reach their, whatever it is, weight loss goal if they have a marathon or whatever they want to do. That's usually where we kind of come into the, the picture. Okay, so I understand that kind of movement first focus then. On top of that, would you say that you have clients who are joining you with more of kind of that weight loss up front? Like, hey, I want to lose five pounds. Can you guys train me? Is that something? Or yeah, so that that does happen. We'll we'll get somebody that's just like, hey, I'm trying to lose weight. So um, one of my trainers has like, you know, she just, I think there's like three new prospects that just Googled us and found us. And was like, I'm just trying to lose weight. I want to do it in a comfortable setting. And so because we're a little bit smaller, we're a little bit more intimate. They like not being in a big gym or with a big group of people and they want to come in and they want someone to like really just focus on them and, and make them feel comfortable in the gym for, you know, for starters, coming into a small environment like that and having that attention, whether it's the private or the semi-private model, they just feel more comfortable learning how to be in the gym and, and, and what to do in the gym. So at their own pace. Yep. Makes sense. So um, now we have an understanding of, you know, what it is that you do there. Let's kind of talk about the clients. So, um, and, and your trainers, is it just you training or do you have other trainers? I have two other trainers. You have two other trainers. So um, how many clients do you guys have between the the three of you? So, you know, my schedule is pretty much full, you know, 35, 40 sessions a week plus, you know, running the place. And then uh, one of my trainers is full-time. He's at about 35 sessions a week. That's private and semi-private together total. Mm -hmm. And then my third trainer, um, she's here part-time. So she's in like the... 15, 20, depend, you know, it kind of waves per week, but, um, so yeah, you know, my goal is to get her into full-time, but yeah, that's about, and then, you know, each of those semi-private sessions that we have, you know, we max out at six, it's a six client to one trainer ratio. Okay. And are all of your semi-private sessions at that capacity right now? Not yet. No, because we really just started repushing that whole system um, since we reopened, which is, you know. I mean, I like the semi-private model a lot for a couple of yeah. reasons. I think that we can still give our clients that really good one-on-one attention that they need to be successful. It's not like we're throwing them into a class with 20 other people, um, like a lot of big franchises or even CrossFit can do it as well um, with, with the the six on one, you still get that one-on-one -on -one attention. They still get to work out alongside 
other people and for some people that really motivates them. And from a business perspective, it's great because we can fit more than one person in within an hour and we don't have to drastically lose a ton of money there. Like we can still charge more than we could if it was like a class of 20. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, that's nice. Um, business is definitely better for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and each of those people have their own programming. So it's not like a general program. It's each person's come in. We like to graduate our privates into semi-private. So then that opens up new spaces for new people to come in. So it's kind of like, that's how we get a, like long-term retention as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, let me ask you, you know, what was it that really made you make that decision to switch to more of a semi-private kind of model? Like what, what was it where you're like, I, I need to do this? What was the kind of that? So, two things. One, um, my trainer, Chris, had been telling me to do it forever. I'm not the, the, the easiest person to change my mind. I really need to like think things out and look things through. And he's like, dude, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. And I'm like, let me look at it. And, and I'm Perfect. like, you know, I like to look at every single pot. It's too much overthinking. I know. Um, and also my schedule was so topped out. There was nobody, you know, a lot of times I'm taking on the really harder cases. So it's like, well, where am I putting these people? There's only so many hours in a day. I got two kids, three dogs. My wife has her own, my wife owns her own business. She's a dog trainer. So she's got that going on. I got that, like, I only have so many hours in a day. <laughs> so the way, you know, it, it finally, it was just kind of like, all right, I have to do this because I have no room to put another person in my schedule. But I have people calling me wanting to get my schedule. So, you know, that's how it really started. It was kind of like, all right, I got these people and they're ready to graduate. So we graduated them in and, you know, that's how we talk about it. It's like, you're ready to move on from us, like one-on-one, -on -one. like you have the skill, you have the, the movement capacity, like you're ready to go. And so, you know, we migrated a bunch of people in there and it just at the time before COVID took over the world, um, you know, really started to grow really well. Yeah. So, um, I mean, smart, smart decision, nonetheless, uh, not everybody realizes that, um, semi-privates are a really great thing for the business. So I like to hear your perspective on that. Uh, so, you know, since you are, it does sound like you're in a position where you would like to fill out those semi-privates talk yeah. to us a little bit, you know, what is it that you're doing to aid that growth process and find, more clients to fill the space so it's taking you know we as of now we have we've grown pretty steadily the last six months since we've reopened everything mm -hmm. um via just referrals um internal referrals um google search find us and contact us referrals um and, you know, it's been pretty steady on that. Um, but we're probably, we, you know, we, when you train athletes too, part of the, the difference between athletes and training just, you know, your weight loss type people is athletes have seasons and they come in and they come out. So we just got a bunch of our field athletes go and we had a bunch of college athletes go. So now we have to refill that space so that's what we're working on right now. So, you know, really announcing to all my 
members uh, before the shutdown and the reboot announcing like, hey, we're back. We're doing this new thing, you know, come check us out. So we've gotten some people hitting us back on, on those things. And, you know, I think we're probably getting close to like advertising, you know, putting ourselves out there and saying like, hey, we're here. We're back in Lawrenceville. Like, come, you know, a lot of people know our name, but like drawing them in a little bit better. Yeah. I think referrals and word of mouth in, in this business, we, we always, as business owners, we're going to love it because it's free, right? That's how I've, I've always done, you know, I kind of, I, I, I do take pride in the fact that, you know, my trainers and myself have got, we serve people well enough that we get those, you know, we get them from physical therapists outside. We get them from mm. doc. We get them from people telling their friends like, Oh, why isn't, you know, Mary wearing a knee brace anymore? I thought, you know, Oh, we've been working with these guys and, you know, she doesn't have knee pain or she feels great. Like those are the types of referrals we're building up where it's just kind of like, Hey, these guys were nice and you know started me on my weight loss journey though you know in a very comfortable individualized way it wasn't just like go do a thousand burpees and hope it works out for you you know mm -hmm. so that's what we pride ourselves on is creating value enough value for someone to be like hey you should check check these guys out so you know but sometimes you need a little surge yeah i mean we can always have that awareness i think uh in our community most people, especially if it's a smaller community, people are going to know that we're there, but a lot of times we just got to send out that extra push. Yeah. Um, for most people, the hardest part, this is kind of cliche, but the hardest part is getting started. <laughs> and so if we put ourselves out there and be that little birdie that keeps popping up in their ear, like they're eventually going to be like, oh, well, you know, I would love to feel better. So let me go see what this is all about. And then we they come in and you have an awesome service and they're, they're sold. Right. Um, so, you know, you mentioned that you're getting to a point where you might be thinking about starting to advertise. Why, why do you feel like that is, why are you getting to that point? Like what? Makes um, I just, I, I, I think it's, I just want to give more direct. I don't think everyone understands exactly what we do. I think some people think, so we, we just train. I had a person in my old gym because I had a bigger turf with lines in it one day walking and we were talking and they're like, you know what? I always just thought you trained football players. And literally we don't train any football players. <laughs> we train like a lot of field athletes. I train um, with the Olympic rowing team. Like there's, we train athletes, but we, it just because of the way it looked, you know, I have turf in my space and I have, you know, racks and stuff like that. And um, I think people have a, an idea of what we do, but don't know what we do. So some of it's, I think, just um, education, you know, education of who we are, what we do. So people understand like, oh, I can do more than like, they're not going to just make me like deadlift and power clean. Right. You know, um, so I think that's some of it for me is getting the, the, this Lawrence area, this Mercer County area that I'm in, this Central Jersey location would be like, oh, so they're more than just, this is what they do. They do more than that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's a big piece of it. Um, 
And what's really neat about you specifically is like this, you, yes, you have your niche, right? Post rehab. And we all are going to have kind of that niche, but within that, like you can help anybody. Exactly. Uh, the market is wide open. And so if we can just share with people and show them that like, Hey, we do weight loss or, Hey, you know, you want to gain some muscle. We can probably help you with that too. Um, if we can just show people that, um, it definitely will bring a more steady flow of new phases in what methods are you considering using for your advertising? Um, I had years ago, uh, had a well done, like video of who we are, like sit down, you know, one of those good highlight real videos of like who you are, introducing yourself, introducing some of the trainers, showing you guys in action, explaining what you do. And then they made some smaller videos and we used those on some ads back in the day, see years and years ago. And we got some good um, feedback and, and some good um, traction out of something like that. And I'm not sure if that's the way to go. Honestly, this is something that's just like in the past few weeks is like, I'm like, I think it's time to just get the word out a little bit more and really, you know, talk to, talk to people, you know, somehow. Mm -hmm. And I'm just figuring out what that means, honestly. So I couldn't tell you like, this is the way I'm doing it. I'm ready to rock. It's just like, what's true. Like, you know, for me, I've been doing this so long that I, I I, I always want to just be true to the values of the gym, true to the values that, of myself. And I don't want to do something that's just completely out of pocket just because whether it's something other people are doing, like it has to fit, you know, the, the value system of the gym and myself. What, and would, you, what would you consider to be something that was out of pocket that wouldn't make sense? Um, just blasting, like, you know, lose 20 pounds in four weeks and that kind of like hype stuff um is not you know whether what other people do is their business it's just not my way of talking to people so I don't want to talk to people that way in any sort of fashion or like you know make promises or you know it's yes I want to draw people's attention and be like these guys can help you but I don't want to just just throw stuff out there to throw it out there just to get clicks and, and that sort of thing what kind of front end offer do you feel like you could you could use to pull people in that's not some sort of like clickbaity thing like yeah that. um honestly the way we get people and in, into what we do um whether they're from a referral or from their cold is our our evaluations our movement evaluations and our like first intro visits um i'm a a lot of times, nine times, nine and a half times out of 10, people like what we're giving them. You know, I have a, a way that I do it that's just kind of my own um, that I've built over the years and, and we use, it, it's educating, it's, it's giving them understanding of where they are, where they can go and how we're gonna get there. And nine and a half times out of 10, you know, they're like, I'm in, let's, let's do this, you know? So that's, that's a, a value and a thing that I know draws people in because it, it breaks down a lot of the whatever they think they know about us and they come in and they're like wow this is like way more than I thought it was going to be and they appreciate the time I spend and giving them all that feedback so the question I, mean, I, 
I've had a lot of success personally with my gym, just advertising a free consultation. Right. Like you said, talking to them about this is where I am. This is what I've tried. These are all the different things I've tried. This is where I want to go. And then I use that time to to talk to them like a human and show them, hey, this if we can make these changes, this is how we're going to help you get there. And like you said, for me, and that's my exact statistic, nine times out of 10, they're going to sign up. Yeah. Um, with that kind of free consultation, free evaluation. So that could be something that you could utilize to put out there. Um, use a catchy video of your space showing off your real clients, um, things like that. Uh, those can be really, really great. And post 2020, most people are doing that through digital platforms. Do you guys utilize the digital platforms at all right now? Facebook? Um, we're doing, I, one of my trainers who's younger, I'm like, look, <laughs> I know my role. I'm 44. I know my role. Um, I know how, where I'm comfortable. Um, I can talk about what I do. Um, I'm not very good at um, self uh, uh, advertising, putting myself out there. Like, I just want to do like, it's a very terrible way to do business, but I just want to like do my job, make people feel better, do what I do and educate trainers and bring them up. You know, that's like kind of the role in my head right now. So I told one of my young trainers, I'm like social media direct. So she's slowly starting to create more online stuff. And, you know, we're working on that and um, she's, she likes it, you know, she's, she's into it. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, finding someone like her to take, take some responsibility for it and build it out slowly. Yeah. Um, whatever that means. And like, uh, give us a, some sort of footprint, give us some sort of, now it's something that we have to get better at and, and, you know, using it to educate and, and put ourselves out there a little bit more and, and use it as one putting out something valuable to people so that they find value in it and then want to learn more and then come in. And yeah. Yeah. I think we have to have that organic presence on social media for sure. And that's kind of what you're talking about, putting out like nurturing information to people, um, showing them who we are, um, having that organic presence is going to build that awareness. And then, you know, supplementing that with some form of advertising can be beneficial, but I want to make sure we can touch on a few other things because we're yeah. kind of running out of time here. It's a great conversation though, because it's very valuable for people. Um, what would you consider Peter to be the biggest business related bottleneck and for you currently? And like, what are you doing to work on overcoming that? I think there's just as much value in us talking about the great things that we've tried mm -hmm. as there is talking about the stuff that we're like still trying to, to figure out on the day-to-day. -day. Um, on the day-to-day -day bottlenecking? Um, just getting, uh, I, I think the thing is, is getting, I, getting some, another referral source because, you know, you can only, the people that are referring you can only refer so many people. Right. right. So that's why advertising is the thing in my head right now is to say, we need something separate from those because while my schedule is full, my semi-privates are as full as I want them to be so that I can add more times to fill those up. So that's my bottleneck right now is like, how do I get these things to 
where I want like capacity and, you know, without, you know, putting too much on everyone's plate, you know, that's what yeah. Yeah, it's it's a challenge and uh, building out those systems and stuff, it takes time. And if your calendar is completely full with clients, it can be hard to find time to yeah. work on building all that stuff out and figuring out what it is that you could do to that would work for the business. Um, yeah, that's kind of a position that a lot of gym owners are in. Like we're so involved in the day to day we're so involved in the business that we can't work on the business. We don't have time to work on the business. I'm the poster boy for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Working so, in it, not on it. <laughs> so, you know, if I could hand you a magic wand with some of that Disney magic that I have left in me and um, hand it over to you, boom, all your goals, all your dreams for your business had come true. What would that picture look like for you? Um, the picture would be uh, having, you know, you know, a five or six trainers crushing it, me, you know, working on a small, I've always, I always want to have my hands somewhat in the, the mm-hmm. model, but um, having a, a certain amount of clients. And then my big passion is educating new younger trainers coming up. So getting a pipeline of, of whether they're interns, whether they're young trainers starting out and helping to educate them and give them some direction on, how to do things, how to see things, you know, using your eyes and movement and all that kind of stuff. Like that's really, and just growing the idea and the um, values of, of fitness that we're kind of putting out there and, and um, you know, having a second location and having, you know, my hands in a few, di- you know, that's really like, it's bringing up, my, my whole passion is I want to give a place for trainers who want to be a trainer, who are, are passionate about it, to have a place to make a good living and apply yeah. the craft. Yeah. Like that's, that's really the, the bottom, bottom line of it. Create like opportunities for other trainers out there. Yeah. Um, and in this industry, like there's so much churn with trainers and it's just because they feel like they don't have like a good opportunity where they're at. And so mm-hmm. Um, if you can create those opportunities, that's great. Um, but I want to ask you, what do you feel like it's vital for you to focus on right now, Peter, like within how things are currently going to take you to the position where you can have multiple locations? I think I need to concentrate on finding, finding another trainer candidate to start building. Um, cause that takes time. Um, especially with what we do and the, a lot of the population we deal with. And then also figuring out the almost, I guess, third pipeline of consistent draw into the business. Because, you know, like I said, my referral sources are only humans and can only refer so many people, right? And my clients, as much as they want to talk about me, there's only, you know, you can only draw so many people from one person right yeah and it's not predictable either like for the business from a business standpoint we love referrals we love word of mouth but it's not predictable we can't really count on scaling through those things because we don't know if one month we're going to get 15 referrals or the next month we're going to get zero and we'll have months like that there's so much seasonality in referrals so having another kind of base of leads coming into the business it helps kind of stabilize things a little bit 
Um, and so I'm excited to see, you know, what you're able to implement into your business. Um, what is the website, the social media, where can our listeners go if they're interested in kind of getting a deeper feel for Fuse Fitness? So it's fusesportsperformance.com. It's um, Fuse Sports Performance on Instagram, not on Twitter, Facebook, Fuse Sports Performance. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but that's just <laughs> to gather news and stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, it's pretty simple. It's fusesportsperformance.com. We're in um, Mercer County, Lawrenceville, New Jersey. You know, I any trainers ever want to connect and, and talk and learn from each other, I'm down to do it. If anybody ever wanted to come and see what we do and hang out, like I'm always, anybody that ever wants to get better and can mm-hmm. teach me and I can, you know, I'm, I'm the, it's an open door for that stuff for sure. Absolutely. That's the best mindset to have to really like learn to, to always be learning, always stay learning, always make connections. There's always somebody out there who knows something that you don't know. Um, so I appreciate that mindset to end things off with. So Peter, thanks for being here today. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. We will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Jake Dalton with Next Level Fitness out of North Carolina. Jake, happy Tuesday. How are you feeling today, man? I'm good, man. Great to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. We're excited to have you on. And we're about ready to dive into the nitty-gritty of what you have going on here with Next Level Fitness. But first, let's take a step back here, Jake. Let's go ahead and give the viewers some perspective. Mm-hmm. So if you can, in your own words, how would you describe Next Level Fitness and what you guys do? Uh, we are out in rural North Carolina. And what we saw was a need. It was personally my need. I needed a place to work out. Um, and it was the nearest location was 30, 40 minutes away. So it all came about because of uh, just a need. And then it's grown from there. So uh, we're 24-7 access facility. Um, we entertain all various ages from young to all the way in senior citizens where I have a couple uh, members who are in their nineties, you know, 
And so uh, just uh, just meeting the need and uh, enjoying it, enjoying the ride for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Such a great yeah. perspective. Such a great explanation yeah. there. I appreciate yeah. that, Jake. Yeah. Um, and so let's start with the bare bones basics here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jake, how many, how many members are you serving currently? Um, we're small. Uh, we, we're, we were maybe at 225, 250. But the nice okay. thing about that is, is, you know, at five o'clock on a weekday, <laughs> we've only got three or four or five people in there. We don't, we're not, you know, you're not standing around waiting on equipment. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, big time. It, and people have their own keys so they can come and go. So if they come in and maybe there's too many people for them, they can run down the road, go to the grocery store, come back and, you know, have the gym to themselves many times. So nice. it, it, it works out very, very well. Um, we have people who start arriving at three 30 in the morning and, you know, and then it goes all day and all night. So, yeah, uh, no, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I think open gym concept always works really well, right? Yeah. Especially when they can go on their own. It yeah. feels like a, like another home, right? That's yeah. what I always like to say. It's, yeah. it's like you have your job, your house, and then the gym that you go to. <laughs> right. So, uh, that's right. awesome. That's awesome. And well, so- we, want, we want people to be comfortable, especially, you know, the females, because, you know, it seems like, especially in larger gyms, they I get they get a lot of ogling, you know what I mean? So uh, I, I'd work very hard to prevent all that, so. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think it, it's, it's, uh, I think having that, that, cause besides gym intimidation, it's that comfort as well. Yeah, I think that, exactly. that's super true. Yeah. I'm feeling safe. And so, um, you know, let's say this too, Jake, I mean, I like to always have a perspective as well. You know, let's say leads, traffic clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher can you go from the 225 mark? Oh, uh, we could go, we're, we're about 3000 square feet. So, um, uh, I mean, we could, we could go to 300 or 400, uh, our problem is, is it's, it's our side gig. It's not our full-time um, job. I, you know, I own, I own another business and my wife also helps manage the, the gym for me. So um, it's, it's more of a, a fun hobby thing, but it does, mm-hmm. it does consume a lot of our time. So I have a background in exercise physiology with a minor in gerontology. So uh, it is right in my wheelhouse. So I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And, and and this isn't a question I typically ask, but I'm kind of curious, yeah. Chick, I mean, cause I can see, I can see you got the guns and stuff. So is oh. that, like, are you guys looking <laughs> eventually do this? Like, I, I, is it going to become a hobby into like making like your full-time thing or is this going to remain a hobby for the long I think term? it will remain a hobby um, just because of the way we're located. Um, we just, you know, our County that we live in, in North Carolina, literally has 33,000 people in the entire county. So, you know, in many big cities, you got that on a, <laughs> on a city block, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, no, so we don't have the, you know, the traffic volume, like you might have in a, a Charlotte area or something along those lines, but we're just enjoying it. And, you know, my wife has really gotten into lifting in the last six years. And, um, before that, she did a little bit tinkering around the house, but now, you know, she's one of those that she goes in the gym and works out a couple hours and she, she just gets jacked. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all. It's but we're, about, we're both, we're both in our fifties. So we're trying to, you know, keep up with the youngins, you know, so. 
That's it. That's it. I love it, man. You're beating them. If anything, I'll tell you that, Jake. I don't know. A lot of young guys looking like you, man. I yeah, I got I got several young guys. There's uh, four of them that come in the evenings, and I end up we end up usually working together. You know, nice. Yeah. So Gotta put some influence everywhere. Just just to tell a story, the other night they were they were doing some deadlifting, and uh, you know they were they were you know, close to 500 pounds, and well. You know, I'm over there doing my thing, and we're chit chatting back and forth. And they got stuck; they couldn't get the the last rep. You know, I was like, "How about an old guy try it?" They were like, "Yeah, come on, yeah." So I hadn't deadlifted in probably a decade, and walked over there and dry yanked about 500 pounds off the floor. And I was like, "Old oh, man, still got it." Oh man, that's still the warm up. That's the warm up for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, this guy Jake, I love it, man. I gotta, I gotta make my way up to North Carolina, man. Come check you out. Yeah, that sounds sure like thing. fun. I'll tell you that. Uh, and so, you know, I, I guess I like to ask this question too, yeah. right? Um, because I think uh, a lot of things that uh, fitness professionals, especially, forget, right? We we, look, we track our macros, mm. track how much weight is on the bar, we track mm. how much we weigh, but sometimes we don't track our numbers, right? So, how mm. do you manage your numbers? How do you track? You know, how many members do you have? How long they've been with you? Those things. Uh, we use a software called MindBody. And okay. I can go yeah, in familiar. there with a, couple, yeah, with a couple clicks and tell you, you know, who's been there and what time and how many people and yada, Keep yada, Keep it simple. Yada. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's I, awesome. I set this gym up because it is a side gig as fully automated as possible. Um, We have a couple. You know, like I said, my wife is there. She's there just a few days a week. And then we have a part-time girl, but they're only there a couple hours a day. The rest of the time, it's pretty much fully automated. I got security cameras, you know, the whole nine yards. So yeah, keep an eye on everything. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. And so, you know, I, I again, I know, Jake, this question might not really apply to you because obviously mm -hmm. I know you want to keep it as a hobby, but I like to ask it regardless, right? Mm -hmm. I still get your opinion. You know, um, what we've been discussing this entire podcast and what we use most prominently in the fitness and gym world are going to be three pillars of business. Okay. And that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, getting people through the door. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your acquisition, which is your sales, which is getting somebody from an interested client to a paying client. Mm -hmm. Then we have our retention and ascension, which is keeping yeah. your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Jake, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, probably the retention side. It's, you, you, you know, you get somebody signed up, they join, they pay their fee. And then for the first couple of months, they're all excited, you know, and they're in there just pounding away and then life happens. And we all know what happens there. The things start filtering in and then they, they start tailing off. And then the next thing you know, eight, 10 months later, they're, they're canceling. So it, it's, it, I see a, a constant cycle all the time of new and old coming in through the door and but i will say we have because because we're out rurally and people don't want to drive a long ways we get a lot of those people back too so, yeah um we use social media as our main marketing um we don't push it real hard uh like i said because it is a side gig um we, we don't want to get too overwhelmed with it yeah yeah completely understandable mm -hmm. and so um and i appreciate the honesty and transparency yeah. there jake i, I want to yeah. say that first i think um a lot of people try to focus only on the good but yeah. when you can 
admit it puts success to the side. It's <laughs> that you can improve in certain places. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. And so last two questions for you here, Jake, my two favorite questions. Yeah. You know, um, what's the bigger picture for you? I mean, let's say five, 10 years down the road, what are you guys trying to accomplish long-term? Mm. Don't know the answer to that question at this point. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I appreciate the honesty. Again, just, that, that's totally. We're fine. just kind of rolling with the dice, you know, um, is it's something we started out of necessity and then it's just grown from there. Um, you know, we, we're grandparents, so we have a lot on our plate. I'm also a local county commissioner. So, you know, I got local politics and all that. So yeah. I also have another business, which as you can see behind me, I do insurance and financial. I've been doing that for 30 something years. So, um, uh, I, I, you know, I didn't get home till after 10 last night. So that that's a typical day for me. So oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's busy, yeah. but, but I enjoy it. And, and, uh, but hopefully in the next few years to answer your question, maybe I can start slowing down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. That's a, yeah. That's a great answer. I, yeah. I think I kind of realized that the gym was made more for yourself than anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a matter of like, Hey, if I got to make it for other people too. That's totally fine. So yeah, uh, that's awesome. Jake, that's awesome. And I got one last question for you here. Yes, sir. Um, I'm curious to see your response. You're really curious. Uh, you know, Jake, if you could go back in time here to when you first started your gym and, and sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now, Mm-hmm. Give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, Jake. What would that advice be for you? Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. I've never even given that a whole lot of thought. Um, I don't know. I, I it it is it has worked so well and gone. I wouldn't say it's gone one hundred percent smoothly. You know, with the whole COVID rigmarole and all that you know we weathered that storm and uh and whereas i know a lot of gyms didn't make it and uh, but um because we had we had good community support and um i don't know what the future holds i don't know you know we keep doing this we go in a different direction we sell or what you know i don't know don't don't have a i'm sorry that's not a great answer for you but it's no no it's, it's like i said earlier it's no wrong answers man and that's <laughs> yeah. it authenticity is at its finest so yeah i appreciate the honesty jake like it's a good place to wrap things up in this episode but before we sign out jake i mean please anything you have social media facebook website please let them know where can they find out more about you and the facility yeah it's next level fitness nc on facebook and then next level underscore 828 on instagram so that's where we're at. There we go. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and yep. contribution to the podcast. Yep. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road, Jake. Uh, if you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, sure. I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd appreciate it. I'm just going to sign yep. everybody else out over here, okay? Sounds good. Awesome. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. 
four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.